0: When I was young. I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm with tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You wanna see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Wow. Uh-huh. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Become uh, my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. that hoes clock it. Uh, Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at they man. I, big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 80. and crack I then began to encounter with my counter I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh While niggas flirt, I'm slow with tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh You wanna see the inside? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh Become my intuition. Uh Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him all his friends, watch Mm -hmm. it, and hoes clock it. Uh Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man. They never try, so we roll with them, uh. I stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate. The I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then Woo. began to encounter With my counter Parts to how to burn the block apart of- So she don't I was young. I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the Uh gray—the one I wore on Mondays and Uh Wednesdays—while niggas flirt, I'm slawing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh You wanna see the inside? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh in my face, stay in your place, play your position, Uh, become my intuition, uh go in this nigga pocket, rob him all his friends, watch it, that hoes clock it, Uh, here comes respect, his crew's your crew, or they might be next, look at So parts of how to burn the block apart.
1: apologize for the long wait screen man there is a lot of news dropping um Can tell so you them, guys man. are already talking about it in the comments but yes i apologize for the long wait like i said a bunch of news is uh currently dropping so yeah man um yeah what is going on guys we are back with yet again another edition of the notorious podcast man. And this is episode 127 of the show and yeah man we got a lot of news here today for you guys, a lot of interesting stories, a lot of stories I am very excited to go over, and some that are currently breaking as we speak, man. Um, Literally. And some that have broken this morning and whatnot, so yeah, you guys get the point, man. So um, yeah, man, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how this show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, we are on here with the news. Um if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, AEW Statement Show, I believe was the last one. Um, you guys can now. Yes, it was. Um, you guys can now watch that on all platforms, man Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here, 10 o'clock at, on Monday Night Raw. Normally about 10 15 ish or whatever time Monday Night Raw oh, yeah. ends in your time zone, man. So. Uh, for unscripted man, so with that, if you guys have not got a chance to yet get your hands on some of this beautiful, official Notorious seals podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this uh, in the link at the top of the description. It is now live on bonfire.com. Man, on the top left, you have the Notorious Hills podcast Chicago flag design, on the bottom right, you have the Notorious Seals podcast skyline design, then you got the OG. One of the original shirts, uh, the best kept secrets to the IWC, the IWC, the Riddler inspired IWC's best kept secret shirt, man. And then you got the uncrowned kings of the IWC, man, the Biggie inspired shirt. Um, and then in the middle, you have the base Notorious Heels podcast a logo design, man. So, yeah, man, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of this official beautiful notorious podcast merchandise you guys can now find this live on bonfire.com right now man the link is at the top of the description of this video and you can find it in um on mine or certain social media pages on the notorious podcast link tree uh yeah man so with that if this is your first time watching you guys do not know who we are here at the notorious podcast i am johnny mayhem one half of the host of this very show and it's and as for the other half, we got my man SirK here. How's it going, man?
2: It's going good, man. Going good. Just been chilling out, and ain't no much, man. Ain't no much. Not really the weekend building up to right now or nothing. Just, just hanging out, man. Just been chilling. Um, but like Durante, asked, always asks, bro. How's life? How's family? Life's good, man. Family's good. What about you, Durante, and everybody else in the chat? What about you, bro? I'm
1: yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good, as Durante asks. I'm good, man. Family's good. And what about you, my man? And I yeah, see man. we got our boy JT in the comments, bro. Thanks for, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks What's for up, coming man? in.
2: Hell yeah. How's it going, bro?
1: Um, yeah, I see. I see what you guys are talking about. Um, <sighs> I guess we can. I guess we can Let's go over study. that first. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what everybody wants to hear about. Um, and man. what the fuck
2: this is I don't watch those fucking Saudi shows
1: so this is the news that broke just recently um man (sighs) alright alright bro are you guys ready Roman Reigns versus logan paul set to headline wwe crown jewel in saudi arabia in november
2: oh man <sighs> this what they use beautiful gear for a match we about to probably get fucking mjf versus brian danielson and they about to counter it with roman and
1: logan paul bro we were just talking about this before we went on. <clears throat> we love Triple H. Oh you know, yeah, I love Triple H, and when he gives you good shit, he gives mid. you good quality shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But dude, ever since it seems like he's been in charge, the good is really good, but Not when she, he, but when he gives you bad shit, it's horrendous. Oh. Dude, Ooh.
2: dude can't do mid. He does great or fucking horrendous, bro. He, bro. he can't meet in the middle, bro. He can't.
1: Bro. Like... Hence First... Braun Strowman returning. Mm-hmm. Uh Aaliyah and Raquel winning that tag team tournament. I mean no when 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 he gives when he gives you when he gives you bad, it it's is it is bad. bad. Honestly, I don't know where I'd lump it yet, but for me. This, like, booking of Dexter Loomis is kind of getting there. And I don't... Yeah, I, and, and I, I hate Yeah, and, and, I, and I I hate saying that because I really enjoy Dexter Loomis. And, oh, yeah. You know, for... I kind of like The Miz. I I, I mean, I
2: The Miz... He's, he's been getting good, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been acting like less of a pussy, and he, he's great when he wants to be, but... Mm-hmm. You know this just okay. booking of Dexter Loomis. It, it's it's kind of it can kind of be one of those things that's kind of starting to get a, like lumped in there for me. It's kind of one of the mm-hmm. bad things Triple H has been doing. I think you could yeah. book him a lot better, and I think you could book him as less of a weirdo. Or like we said on Monday, I don't know why you would give him the gimmick of a predator. Um, yeah. that, that is pretty I mean, much his gimmick. That uh, nobody so. like uh, you could beat around the bush and say he's a weirdo and and, and this and that. Um, he's
2: both brother, obviously. That's like the joke. That, that's like, the gimmick, bro. Like, nah, bro. He's he's, a, he's creepy and he's weird. I get that. Because his whole gimmick in NXT was that he was creepy and weird, but, you know, he, he he was fucked up. But he did good things. He wasn't an evil person. And he just goes up to the main roster and does that to the Miz. It's like,
1: the fuck? Where does like, that come from? I don't know, Like maybe I'm just not seeing something, man, but I don't really understand how that's supposed to get over. Like, Like, how are the fans going to, like, attach themselves to a gimmick like that? Like, man, I love this Predator. Man, (laughs) this is awesome. He's a really cool Predator, bro. It's like people
2: that attach themselves to serial killers. Like, oh, man, Jeffrey John, man, he's the GOAT. Like, what? It's just pointless and directionless and... Man, Triple H's just bad. It's bad, bro. Fucking Braun, this Dexter shit, Judgment Day, the Holy continues. Like, it's funny. It's real funny. And I, I do like it because it's so bad. But would I actually trade it for good storytelling? Yes. At the end of the day, yes. Absolutely. And now, Roman versus Logan Paul. Man.
1: Yeah, <sighs> like, man. I mean, you know... I mean, Dexter's not there for me yet, but he's getting nah, there, bro, but, um, there. like, hence, hence all that other stuff, bro, and now this, I mean, good God, hey, bro, hey, like, what, what? Doing, I, like, I know you gotta use Logan Paul, and that's good, you know what I mean, because he he's good, he's, he's really good, good. you know, he's really good, he puts on, real. he had a good match with The Miz, you know what I mean? That, that, that's all that's all that. you need to know. That's exactly. all you need you to know, man. Skin. So, you know, he's good. He's really good. And and I like Logan Paul. I th- in the ring, I think promo-wise he's very choppy, but I understand yeah. that's a different level of that's a different yeah. level you of just having a podcast shit. like he mm-hmm. does or having a YouTube channel. Uh, speaking in front of a live crowd and having to deliver a serious promo is a way different ball game. And I understand he's probably learning at that because you can't really practice that kind of stuff in front of like a whole live audience. So he kind of just has to go out there and do it. And that's fine. Mm And that's fine. You know, he'll, 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 uh, hopefully he will catch on with time, bro. But like, I mean, he's good in the ring. You could have put him against fucking Theory. You could have put him against, you could have put him against, um, I, it kind of fits him with his gimmick, I guess. You could have put him in a, in the ring with like Kevin Owens because you could Zane. say Kevin Owens is trying to like rid WWE of all the bullshit, pretty much. Exactly. You know? Um. So, but I do understand that you know he's kind of they're kind of trying to put him back in that prize fighter gimmick or whatever. So it's just good. You know, there's so many other people. Uh, Sami Zayn, like you just mentioned, is a good one. Um, have him face.
2: Butcher or some shit. I don't know, fuck.
1: Something, bring some man.
2: NXT people that You can face man like Braun Breaker. That'd be fucking funny. Want to make me laugh? Bring Braun Breaker and do that, man. Have, Speaking have, of, that uh,
1: have Judgment Day go after uh, Logan exactly. Paul. Every time are trying to
2: get Logan Paul, bro. Like weird motherfuckers, bro.
1: Like have nah, him fucking bro. bring him back to Suicide Forest or something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, probably versus... Day, uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Fucking Demon <laughs> This garbage ass, bro. Imagine fucking MJF versus Logan Paul, a promo, bro, bring that shit up. God damn. But, like, there's so many people on that roster, and you could have a Logan Paul face, and you choose the one guy that actually, yeah, I mean, he's not great right now, but the only one that technically matters. Roman because he had the two titles he choose to
1: the guy has two belts and this go this says this does nothing for mm-hmm. another story that we have about Roman Reigns. We'll probably end up sliding into that one next.
3: But mm-hmm.
1: bro You put him against the guy that is holding two world championships and if you are deeming, if if those in WWE are deeming Roman Reigns' title situation as complex, do you think having a match with Logan Paul, and like, this is the thing, this is the thing, man. This is exactly why Drew McIntyre should have had his moment. Because mm-hmm. then the situation wouldn't be so complex because Drew could easily say, Drew's the babyface, he could easily say, you know what? I you know, I know that these guys on Raw have had no champion. The guy refuses to show up. He's pretty much, to my knowledge, I think has only had challengers from SmackDown. He hasn't so. even given those guys a shot over there. No, I'm no. gonna defend both of these as as mm-hmm. separate. And that's yeah. how you that that could be a way that you split the titles. But you wanted to keep the titles on Roman for and, some reason. You know, um because you want to keep him strong. Dude, it's Drew McIntyre. He's not Can't... losing a he's not losing a fucking Ludwig. I yeah. mean like it's what? fucking Drew McIntyre. He beat Brock
2: Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title. Brock Lesnar week. Nah. You know what I mean? It dude, I I hate this Roman shit. I just want it to end, man. But Logan Paul, (laughs) come on, bro. This is not a solution. No.
1: This is not a solution. And please tell me, in what world, (coughs) sorry, in what world is beating The Miz good enough to then get a world title shot? Because that's how it's going to look, because not all WWE fans watch Impulsive Podcasts. You know what no, I mean? Exactly. I only watch the ones that have, like, a Roman Reigns on it. I started to watch the Roman one, or what was the other one I watched? The one with Triple H. Yeah, that one H, yeah. You know, I mean, it, like, what the fuck? Yeah, how you know, does like, it make any sense? Or dude, how does this make your situation any less complex than you already think it is?
2: They're making the situation worse for themselves, bro.
1: Honestly. they taking the
2: title away from everybody and using it in a logan paul match like if roman only had one of the titles and drew had the other one all right it's, it's a b level it's a, nah, it's a, it's a d level match put it at the start of the show let people forget about it let people let them you know get their saudi crowd or whatever man but dude he has both titles that the whole night is gonna lead to that match get the out of here
1: yeah i, I mean I mean, these Saudi shows, bro, I mean, come on, Trips. I mean, I can at least appreciate that you're putting a match that, you know, your core audience isn't really going to want to see on a Saudi show because a lot of your core audience doesn't really care for those. Exactly. But, dude, how, like, like how the hell are you making your situation any less complex, bro? Because... Um, you know, you may not have had stories for Drew McIntyre to back up with other than Karrion cross, but look, what story do you really have for Roman Reigns that they're actually going to pull the trigger on?
2: Exactly. And then That's the a... other
1: problem, Crown Jewel in November, right? Survivor Series is in November too, so we're doing this again. <sighs>
2: You We're doing you this again.
1: Bad. That's a another thing.
2: Survivor Series. Fuck that garbage. I
1: mean, what the fuck? I, that means I mean, Survivor
2: Series has to be brand versus brand. Or how the fuck are you going to do that of those matches?
1: Uh, my only option is, uh, my only <gasps> thing is, everything is brand versus brand, and then Roman just faces somebody. I don't know who it is, but, but whoever well, it is, is,
2: Usos too.
1: Th- them too, they'll probably just yeah. have chal- just random challengers. So, I-, I could see half of the show being brand versus brand. Honestly. Yeah, but if, if Triple H is building up Team Bianca versus Team Damage Control, I could just see it being just a just a regular show. Yeah, I think it's,
2: it's just going to be a generic pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that. But, um... I mean, and here's the thing, you know, you could have had the Seth story, you still got that, you know, is, when is Cody going to be ready, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like he's progressing along well enough, and, and, I, and that's what I see, people, oh, well, Roman's got stuff to do, Drew wouldn't really have anything to do for Mania, you, you can't put in front of me, Roman versus Seth with two weeks of build, you can't. No. You can't. can't. can't do Once that. you revisit that, it needs to be built up over the course of a month, a month and a half. You know, something, it it's something that we could fucking sink our teeth into. Exactly. I mean, so you can't <clears throat> tell me, well, Drew didn't have anything to do, so that's why they didn't put the title on him. Clearly, Roman doesn't have anything to fucking do either. He's fighting exactly. Logan Paul.
2: So it could have went to anybody at that fucking point. Cause
1: after Logan what up, Paul. Larry.
2: Up, Larry? Who, who's, who's he going to face after Logan Paul?
1: That you're going to put Which... in front of me with two weeks of build. Exactly. Sheamus.
2: Man, Sheamus fucking... Who? <laughs> nobody. That show has nobody. We're Barry cross in two weeks. Yeah, the fans are going to love that. Braun and, again? I
1: was, and I was going to say, even if you put Sheamus... Sheamus is on hot streaks. So who's to you say don't. those fans aren't going to crucify Roman Reigns again for beating somebody that they want to see win. You know what I mean? Now, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to have Seamus win, but no, it's not putting him in situations where people want that belt off of him.
2: What you know mean, what I bro,
1: mean? And that's I mean, worse. And that's yeah. No, and, and, you know, maybe it would be good. Maybe it would be good if Roman Reigns could actually win a fucking match on his own. You know what I mean? Maybe it would be like, oh, okay, this guy, you know, th- this, this guy's a bad motherfucker, boy. but he's just... A- mm. okay.
2: uh, I think we're back in business. I think so. <laughs> I hear that, and it's just
1: silent. Um. Okay, my bad, guys. My bad. OBS, being OBS. Anyway... Um, what was I saying? You know, is the guy really standing at the top of the mountain when he always needs help to beat him? Or to, exactly. when he always needs help to beat somebody? So it's like, honestly, bro, if you would have, if, if you would have put him in a situation where he maybe needs help occasionally, you know what yeah. I mean, to beat a big opponent. But it's like, dude, you're doing this shit for everybody, man. I mean, like, What's the deal yeah. here, bro? It's it's ridiculous at this point.
2: Yeah, they're talking about fucking stunting his momentum, Bro, he already have. He can't win a match just by himself to same as life. You don't think that's stunning his momentum for the last fucking year and a half? All his matches are legit. He's not a he's not a big tough guy. He's a fart. He's a pussy. He's like the Miz. He's a big, fucking muscly Miz is what he is, bro. Come on.
1: I mean. It... I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it, the that aspect of it has drawn has uh, uh, drawn very stale to me. Mm-hmm. I, it just, I mean, it's not very cool if his no. bloodline comes out to help him every single time. And I get maybe you don't want him to, you know, just run through the whole roster, but every time, every match, F-A-U. when. And... He's he's beaten Drew McIntyre before. Yeah. He's beaten him before. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I get you wanted to keep Drew safe, but if you wanted to do that, then you shouldn't have done it for the 15 people before Drew McIntyre. So. Exactly.
2: If it was just a random Drew McIntyre or a random Brock or whatever the fuck, it wouldn't be bad. But every little opponent, he cheats. If he does face Sheamus, he'll cheat. If he does face fucking Braun Strowman, he'll cheat. Like, come on. That's not fun. That's garbage.
1: I could see Triple H wanting to put Ricochet maybe against him with a two I week build.
2: It. Oh, yeah. It could be a definite one. Yeah. If um, you cheat for that motherfucker, goddamn. Just strip the titles. <laughs> just strip the fight. You, you ain't shit.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, I don't know. It's. It's not good, man. But anyway, back to this Logan Paul stuff. Logan Paul recently welcomed current WWE... current undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion... strip the fucking title, bro. I'm tired of that long-ass name. Um, uh, Roman Reigns onto his podcast, leading to Paul stating his desire to eventually get in the ring with the Tribal Chief. WWE's head of creative, Triple H then extended an offer to for Paul to appear on tonight's SmackDown. And if a new report is <clears throat> is to be believed, the, Maver- the Maverick may be getting his wish sooner rather than later. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has now revealed that the planned main event for the upcoming Crown Jewel Premium Live event in Saudi Arabia will see Roman Reigns defending his Undisputed WWE uh, Universal Heavyweight Championship, World Heavyweight Championship against Logan Paul with a press conference set to be held in Las Vegas this Saturday. Damn WWE it. is holding a press conference in Las, in Las Vegas this Saturday to announce the main event for its November 5th Crown Jewel pay per view in Saudi Arabia. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul is slated to headline the pay per view. Uh, per Dave Melter. Um
2: Good lord. That old Triple H.
1: Trips. Oh,
2: fuck. won, on, bro. And then Friends, losing bro. it, apparently.
1: Makes it too stressful for him. It's Dude. You had mentioned this to me, too, before we came on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Out of all the things you schedule a like legitimate press conference for, and I'm assuming they're going to do it as to how they did Kane versus Brock to where they had the whole stage and they came out at the podium, you don't think you could do that for anything better? Because what okay. I would love is if they were to do a draft, from
2: it's like like that.
1: Something like that mm-hmm. Kind of how you do like an NBA draft Where you got the Raw And you got the fucking Smackdown hat Sitting up on the podium All the superstars are sitting Looking at a sage Triple H can then go in the back Finalize who's going to be drafted where And then every 60 seconds Or every 2 minutes or whatever He comes out Blah 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 Monday Night Raw selects Seth what? Rollins
2: Exactly.
1: And then Seth walks up to the stage, grabs the raw hat, puts it on, shake Triple H's hand, and then he walks on the other side of the stage. Simple as that. Simple. You know, it's a very easy concept. Many sports fans will probably love that because people like watching drafts. You know, it's cool. I mean, it's it's such an it's easy so concept. You know? Exactly, but, bro. Um... Here we are, man. Here we are. and...
2: Roman and Logan
1: Paul. Dude, it's this is not believable. This is not believable.
2: No, unlike JT says, a part-time Reigns versus a part-time Logan Paul. That, that's the reason they're doing the conference. Neither of them are going to be at the fucking weekly shows building this up. If anything, Logan Paul will be there more than the fucking champion. So they got to hold a little fake preference conference for it. Come on, bro, come on. Like, besides Raft, if you're thinking about matches, imagine, you know, the pandemic happened, so that kind of fucked it up for me.
3: Good
1: lord. Christ days. Seriously, bro. OBS is well, there it goes again. Okay. I don't think we're <sighs> Christ. I don't think we're dropping frames anymore. I apologize guys. I don't know what is going on. My wi is fine. OBS is just being OBS. So I apologize for that. It seems like it's okay now. Knock on wood. Um Yeah. Okay. My bad, guys. to uh, of course, of course, of course, man. Okay, I think we're back. Yep. All right. So, um, yeah. Where were we? Yes. This this is this is not believable. This is not believable yeah. whatsoever. This makes absolutely no sense um this makes absolutely no sense and yeah i i i am not a fan man i'm i am not a fan of this decision whatsoever no man it shouldn't be happening at all man
2: this shouldn't even be in the
1: cards yeah man so i guess that moves us on over to our roman reigns story The situation around Roman Reigns' double champion situation has become complex in no. the WWE. The situation surrounding Roman Reigns holding both Universal and WWE championships have made the world title picture complex within WWE. According to a new report from WrestleVotes, those backstage want to go, want to go into WrestleMania season next year with two separate world champions. But at the same time, they do not want Roman Reigns to lose at all prior to WrestleMania. WWE creative, WWE creative head Triple H and his team are also said to be open to all creative ideas on this matter at the moment. Yeah, it is a very fucked up situation because there are some things, I always tell you this bro, there are some things... That mm-hmm. I really wish we would have just got past without Vince McMahon fucking up, yep. like uh, name changes. You know, uh, I, I really wish. I really wish they would have just kept Pete down in NXT for a little longer, so he never had to be called Butch. This is probably at the top of the list. I oh genuinely wish this motherfucker would have been gone. Before he can mess up the uh, before he can mess up and merge the world championships, this is a situation that they walked right into without even noticing it. And this was something, and this is the worst part. This is something that wasn't even a problem to Vince McMahon. This was nope. just how it was. He's
2: someone who wanted to do. He just thought he would look cool with two titles, so he put it on him. And it created this whole fucking mess. It's like, dude, just Taylor shouldn't have put the world titles on him in the first place, or he's going to have to lose. I'm sorry. I don't know why they want him to be this fucking unstoppable person so bad. He's going to have to take it L, bruh. He's going to have to. Because most of the ways you could take it off and without him losing are going to be so forced and stupid. You know what I mean? If they try to strip him of one or... Make him do an injury where he can only defend one of the title. You know what I mean? It's gonna make Any of that. S- yeah. It's gonna be garbage. <laughs> he has gotta take an L, bro. He's just gotta take an L and someone like Drew McIntyre is a perfect person where everybody believes it. And you miss that opportunity. So now what do you do? You gotta wait. So to Yeah.
1: The the way The way that a lot of people are suggesting, I keep seeing this and I want to address it. Having Roman Reigns defend one of the titles in the Royal Rumble and then having Cody win the Royal Rumble, I don't like that at all. Cody needs his moment at WrestleMania. And why would Roman Reigns put just one of the titles up? I've seen someone say, have him go out there and say he doesn't need it, so he's gonna put it up in the Rumble. Oh man, that's a good way to make the belt look really prestige. Wow, you out—you've outdone yourself, man! Holy cow, man! Yeah. Oh yeah. I- I'm gonna—I'm gonna enter the Royal Rumble match and then just put this belt because I, cause I give a fuck about this one, but I don't really care about this one, so I'm just put this one up. What? One of my things was. You can have the Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Notice I'm not saying his name. You can have the Money in the Bank briefcase holder be a disgruntled raw talent who wants specifically the WWE Championship back on his show. Now, who's the guy to do that? Kevin Owens. You do not have have him. You do not, not, under any circumstances, have... Austin Theory
3: take that championship
1: from Roman Reigns. You have Kevin Owens say, you know what? I'm tired of fighting people just for the sake of fighting people. I want a prize, and you have one. I want the Money in the Bank briefcase. Mm -hmm. And And then you have Owens take it. Exactly.
2: It'll make the title look prestigious because he wants the one, not the other. Not because the other sucks or anything. Because he just wants to bring a title to his show. He just wants to have a prize for everybody to fight for.
1: Owens is a guy who was who had a really good feud with Roman Reigns. I really enjoyed his feud with Roman Reigns, and a lot of people wanted Kevin Owens to take it from him. Yeah. So, So Owens Owens is a guy who's been on Raw for the past year. And, and all summer long, I mean Theory has too, but Theory's not, Theory ain't ready yet. So, Owens is a guy who's been on Raw through the whole summer. He was even on Raw earlier this year when Brock Lesnar held the title hostage. So, have mm-hmm. Owens say, you know what, I want a prize to fight for. I'm tired of fighting people for the sake of fighting people. Theory, you have a prize. Let's fight for it. So, yep. Owens gets the briefcase. Then Owens says, you know what? I've been on Raw this whole year, and ever since day one... And that'll be a cool line, because since... That'll be a cool day, one. Ever since... But uh, ever 20%. since... It was. Ever since day one of this year, Brock's held the title. The title's been non-existent, and then this motherfucker takes it. So, for this company, and for this fucking locker room... I'm going to get our belt back. And then he exactly. gets the belt back. And it Easy. would make the title look Easy. prestigious. Roman's losing to Kevin Owens, man. It's fine. He's not gonna look weak.
2: Exactly, bro. Exactly. <clears throat> and new make KO look even smarter. Uh, let's say the only way he could go for like just one of them or something, or maybe the con he could say, like, maybe not this, but like the contract's only valid for one of them or for the world title or whatever. If I was yeah, KO, I, I would also add in the contract, no rematch clause. Then, Roman can't go fight him and get a needless loss again. <clears throat> Easy, bro. Easy. And they could easily save this shit, but they're not. They're not. They're going to Someone, Someone's going to take both of them from them, and then they'll just split the titles up from there. That's how it's going to have
1: to go. And yeah, it's going to be would I would really like the Kevin Owens scenario. Um, that would be so amazing. That that that's my scenario. That's what I would do. I don't really. I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, man. I don't re, I don't really mess with any of the Royal Rumble. I don't no, like that. That's Cody does. Garbage. Yeah, Cody does not need his moment. You know, in a uh, in, in the Royal oh, Rumble, man. I would like his moment at WrestleMania. So, uh, if Owens takes the belt, you know, per se in November. Holds it all the way up until uh, February, you know. Elimination Chamber comes. Seth takes it, and uh, in the chamber, and then maybe you do Seth and Cody at Mania. You know, that that's kind of writes itself. Um, but uh, yeah, or or you or you have Cody go for the Universal Title, but I think he. Specifically stated, he wanted the WWE title. Yeah, exactly. So, um... because no, yeah, about
2: title. I mean the universal, bro. Like a Cody, uh, he doesn't want the fucking universal. Uh,
1: another thing that would kind of be uh, a decent option is you merge Roman's titles into the WWE Championship, and then you introduce a World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. Oh.
2: We go the KO route. Let's say he wins the Universal. You can't bring that blue ass title to RAW. You're gonna have to change anyway. So have KO, make a complete, get a completely new belt. Get, get let him get big gold or something. like see KO. That KO will look oh, amazing. Look
1: nice with that belt. He'd, and he'd
2: be the perfect guy to bring it back too. That, that, that's yeah. perfect. You can't bring that blue ass title at that show. That's what he'd he'd say. I'm not bringing this blue piece of garbage to this fucking show. At least the red one look better. I'm, I'm bringing yeah. back prestige this fucking to this show and pulls out big gold or some shit so or pulls out
1: I H- don't type. know I don't know how much traction this has, but mm-hmm. this is a rumor I'm seeing now this is just a rumor so you know don't take this as legit yeah don't take this as legit um are you seeing chat or do I have to refresh my YouTube?
2: Oh, I might have to refresh. Yeah, I'm not. Let me refresh. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, okay, I got. We there's just one more that was added. Okay. It was your Larry. Okay. Man. Okay. Okay. Cool. Guys, with Theory beats Cody via Cash in. Yeah, nah, bro. Theory can't win nothing. Get that man off the any world title thing. That man is a mid Carter. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. That man's a mid Carter. <laughs> I agree.
1: I agree. I uh, agree. I mean, not yet, bro. I mean, if he, if they, if that's what they want for him, if that's what they want for him main event, that shit takes time. That shit takes real
2: time, right? It's hard and rare to fucking be able to just be a fucking world, uh, and, you know, the main eventer off the gate at real hard.
1: Definitely. So this is a rumor that's going around. You were just talking about how things sound incredibly forced. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Triple H, there's a rumor that Triple H will have Roman Reigns drop a title. And it will most likely be the WWE Championship. And one idea right now is for Hunter himself to come out demanding that Roman hands over the title So he doesn't have to get pinned or submitted. And then a tournament can begin on Raw to crown a new WWE champion.
2: It's so bad I could weirdly believe it. But I don't think it'll happen. That that just sounds too bad. No way Triple H is that
1: dumb. No way. Roman, we don't want you losing before Mania, so give me that belt
2: exactly that's what it would what? look like. like like if anything it would make sense for triple H e to come out and say you know who's gonna face you for one of those titles KO comes out you know something like that that fucking takes the title away from him or some shit
1: hand that over like what, what? he won it he like, fucking won the damn thing <sighs> It, it, that that is horrible. Uh, that is just a rumor. That that is you know that is a rumor I've been seeing around. And uh, holy shit, that is awful. That that is why you have a talent himself do it mm-hmm. in a storyline kayfabe way. You know, exactly just have bro. Owen say, since day one of this fucking year, nothing for us to fight for. No, nope. nothing other well other than the U.S. title. You know, you'd have to throw that in there because you don't want to make it look like there's, a exactly. in the there's were, nothing the fight But like, we haven't had a world championship on this show since fucking day one of this year, January first. Mm-hmm. It has been held hostage by people who don't want to show up. Exactly. And I'm getting it back for us. You know, and... they're booking him as a baby face anyway, so it makes sense.
2: Oh, people would love that, that crowd would be going crazy. But um, one cool. Last thing I thought about, I don't know how much Triple H is going to be want to be an on screen presence in his current role. But let's say someone needs to sign off that money to the bank contract to him, you know, when he wins it. How fitting would it be if Trip H got to do that on screen? That would be like the most fitting thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah. would be a re- like that would be him taking the title away from Roman without it being literal. <laughs> you know what I mean? give me that
1: belt, Roman. Exactly.
2: It'd be that Mine without now. actually doing it. I think that'd be a really cool like visual to see. Mm-hmm he gave him the U.S. on screen, so that would be good. I think U.S., universal. the fucking universal. <laughs>
1: Goddamn.
2: <laughs> U.S. universal, it's all fucking, it's all colors.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Ooh. You got yourself a complex situation that I think me and Sir K. just got you out of. So that exactly, is perfect. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and especially if Roman loses during a Money in the Bank cash-in, nobody really looks weak. Kevin doesn't look like a pussy for cashing in the briefcase because that's his right. That's the
2: whole point of
1: it. And Roman, you know, could have just wrestled the whole match or something. And maybe the bloodline all got knocked out, so no one's able to help him this time or something, Mm -hmm. man.
2: Make it like the bloodline's fault accidentally or some shit. There you go. Add add some some flavor to the bloodline. You know what?
1: You know what? Get this. Mm -hmm. Bloodline is ringside, right? Kevin comes out. They're all looking stunned. Sami Zayn turns, takes out the other idiots on the outside, and joins with Kevin Owens. I just got you out of the fucking most complex situation ever, man. The
2: whole reason he got in the Bloodline, just so he could fuck him over. That'd be perfect, bro. His connection to KO and everything. That would be real perfect.
1: I love that.
2: That's heat, bro. That's heat.
1: Uh, that writes
2: itself man, that writes itself. That flames, so, and the fans would be going nuts, bruh, that's how you get some, that's how you get interesting crowds, you gotta do shit like that. You know what I mean, just having a all in win by fucking, um, interference every fucking match, the, the crowd, what's there to crowd, what's the crowd has to be excited for, you know what I mean? The type of shit like that, that's how you make better crowds over time.
1: Absolutely. So in a nutshell... I know we've been all over the place. This is what I'm proposing. <laughs> this is what I'm proposing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Kevin Owens, and so I could clip it. Kevin Owens <laughs> takes takes the um takes the briefcase from Austin Theory. He's a prize fighter. He needs a mm-hmm. he, he tells Theory, I'm tired of fighting everybody just randomly on Raw. You have a prize. I want the prize. He takes the briefcase. Then Roman Reigns who can't lose until WrestleMania, Roman Reigns who can't lose until WrestleMania, you know, doesn't look weak, so he loses by a cash-in. Kevin Owens comes out and he says, you know what, since day one of this year, Brock's had it, then Roman had it, the whole year, nobody has had a world championship to fight for on this show. So whenever I cash this in, that is going to be my mission. I'm going to get this back for mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. Because, like I said, it seemed like they were booking him as heel first. But now it's going towards more of a baby face. Which fits, because people like him. Mm-hmm. So, Roman Reigns wrestled, wrestles a match against some random guy. right? And then you have Solo, The Usos, and Sami Zayn ringside. Kevin mm-hmm. Owens comes out to cash in. The Usos and Solo are like, oh shit, we gotta go stop him. Sami Zayn turns. Sami Zayn turns uh, to help Kevin Owens win the championship because he knows because because he knows it's inevitable and he knows that they're using him. And like I said, it's inevitable that they're gonna turn on him eventually. Mm-hmm, there you exactly. go. Kevin Owens cashes in, Roman Reigns doesn't look weak. Because he's losing to Kevin Owens and not fucking uh, Mansoor or he He's losing to Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? In a cash it's in. fine. And it's in a cash-in. And like I said, Kevin Owens doesn't look like a bitch because that's the point of the briefcase. Exactly. And no one Roland, ever
2: looks like a bitch cash-in.
1: Exactly. And Roman... May have just wrestled a match. Maybe he stunned that Sami Zayn just beat up his whole family. Maybe yeah. he you know, takes him out with a steel chair or something, and he helps Kevin Owens win the fucking world championship. I exactly. just got you out of the most complex complex of your situations right now.
2: Exactly, Or maybe a little different way to do that cash-in is maybe Sami Zayn turns on the bloodline first, and then you don't even hit KO's music. He just comes out and just... Maybe, yeah, hit his music, but Are maybe you? the shock of just seeing fucking Sami Zayn take out his fucking family is like, then he's, you know, looking at it, saying, you know, KO comes from behind, hits him with the briefcase. That shit could be heat, bro. That shit could be heat. There you go. Either way, that, that's how you do it, bro. And that shit would be amazing. That would be a fucking a, a slammy award right there.
1: It was complex, man, but I just solved it in 20 minutes. So, Easy. there you go. Literally, there you go. Um, not very complex. not very Exactly, exactly. Not very complex after all. Um, the fuck, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, since we're kind of on the conversation of the Usos. WWE is reportedly working on new tag team title designs. So we brought to you guys before that they were working on titles. Uh, they were working on all new titles. Mhm. They were working on all new titles. Did you leave the call?
2: Yeah, I accidentally went to turn my camera off and turn it back <laughs> on because I had to do something, and I had to do my fucking mouse just jets fucking. Oh, bad,
1: guys. my Oh bad. no, I you're good. It. You're good. I just see the I just seen our logo and I was like, wait, am I solo now? <laughs> <laughs> um so
2: just cuts out.
1: Yeah, for uh, so we brought to you guys that uh we brought to you guys that they're working on all new title designs for um <laughs> uh that they're working on all new title designs for the uh for every other title. But mm-hmm. it seems like we got another interesting update in this saga before we actually see the new belts. That uh, is the tag team titles. We hadn't heard anything on the tag team titles. Uh, specifically, we have heard that they're working on all new belts, but um, th- those reports were pretty specific with, like, the world titles and the women's titles. Yeah. But according to Dan Beltzer, who is the guy who um, has uh, who broke the previous news about the belts, and he's broke news mm-hmm. on new belts before, at belt fan Dan on Twitter, uh, new WWE tag belts are are described to me as being the existing design, dual plated, black strap, and having a stacked large WWE logo in the center. Redo we, 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 we that
2: description. I
1: just you're good. You're good. So new belts are being described to me. As being the existing design, dual-plated, black strap, and having a stacked, large WWE logo in the center. They also have the old, never-used tags, which are women's tag style on colored straps. Oh, wow. Wait. Wow. So that makes sense. Remember a really long time ago. <clears throat> geez, why does my voice sound so bad? Uh, remember a really long time ago when we heard about the those new unused SmackDown Tag Team Championships? Yeah. Listen to this. They also have the old never used tags, which are the women's tag style on colored what? straps. So probably on like a blue strap.
2: Wow, so it was just going to be the women's titles, but they turned that into the women's tag title. Wow, good lord, we never knew that, bro. That is crazy. That that was going to be the new
1: tag team titles. Wow, because I uh, remember hearing that they had SmackDown tag team titles that were unused.
2: Mm-hmm, and it was, it was the
1: women's titles. That's crazy. And then he That's says crazy. at the end of the tweet, women's belts getting colored backing too. So, I don't know if maybe they're going to maybe do a black strap for the women's. But I like white strap for the women's titles. I, yeah, I
2: think white straps for <sighs> women's titles look better, man. If anything, if they're going to like color anything, make it the little swoosh in the logo, man. If anything.
1: but Definitely.
2: Man. I don't know. Those, those new tag titles, if the way they're it.
1: That don't really those, sound that nice.
2: No, that sounds new, bro. It's just... The, <laughs> Same <laughs> reverse will what we done already. And they didn't tell us if it was going to be gold or silver or nothing. It's just the same design with a logo in the middle and a black Black strap. and gold
1: would go cold, or
2: Black cold. and gold. Would be, that'd be really good, bro. That shit would be nuts. But, dude, why do they have to put the logo in every, like, little? Like, again, yeah, you got to put the logo on it. But you know they're literally just going
1: to put it on
2: it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, AEW has, like, the logo, like, front and center. But it's not, like. Huge, it's not the whole know. thing, you know. What I mean, there's a design behind it, and yeah, it's just and
2: it li- a big part I, of
1: it. I don't like that, man. The I don't like the large WWE logo in the center part. Uh, no, that's always I, I mean. no, yeah. Um, put it in the design, uh, absolutely, absolutely, bro. I don't know how much I don't know how good that sounds. Uh, I'd probably have to just see it first, but man, <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That's that yeah. sounds kind of mid to yeah. be honest. <laughs> It
2: really does, bro. That shit don't sound it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> uh. Speaking of other surprises Triple H has for us... Yeah, no. <laughs> Triple H has surprises that fans aren't thinking or aren't talking about.
2: Hmm. Good matches? Good storytelling?
1: According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Triple H has has some surprises in store for the company involving people that the fans aren't expecting. It is not known when these surprises will make their way to WWE. We were told that Paul Levesque has some surprises coming who are not people, who are people not being talked about. Triple H also wants to make the United States title a, vi- a viable prize Wow. He's doing a lot of remarkable improvements already, and and that's what matters now. Only time will tell what Vince McMahon's a former company looks like a year from now, but we're here for it.
2: Man, I could see those surprise if it's people. I could see like weirdly, like a Tyler Breeze or like a AOP or something. I could see some weird people like that. Like, people like, like, a would They would. But it's just very random. And, you know, all the big stars are, you know, kind of in AEW. So, you yeah, know I mean? Yeah,
1: no getting you those guys back. Exactly. You ain't
2: getting most of them, bro, unless you bring out, like, a Marty. But you probably don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> um, Especially with people that
2: got kids, bro. You, you, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Br- uh, Bronson Reed is one that's been talked it's about, but if, if we're talking about people that haven't been talked about, uh, Leo Rush, yeah. uh, Tyler definitely. Breeze is a really good one, uh, Fandango, Breezango, mm-hmm. or maybe you I just see. bring back Tyler Breeze, you There's know, whichever. Jared Stonebag.
2: <laughs> they fucking, they're, they really aren't taking everybody. They, it's literally, they have this roster about to be fucking CYN rejects.
1: I was gonna say uh, I don't know about him too, EC three, because I've heard that. Uh, don't don't get too upset when I tell you this, but I've heard that uh, CYN might not be open too much longer.
2: Yeah, you thought you was talking about like how there's a tour that they canceled and shit. They that company. In the mud. <laughs> they were gonna. They were that gonna company was really.
1: Th- that shit was really in the mud when they. uh... That shit was really in the mud when they had, uh, when Adam Scher is your biggest draw.
2: <laughs> they really pulled up to a fucking Applebee's with Adam Schur thinking that shit was flames.
1: Yeah. Um, JT says, I hate red and blue straps. Can they be normal black? Yeah, black What's or title? white, man. Per- preferably white for the, uh, IC title. That's about it. Exactly. Though. Red
2: <sighs> looks good on a title when the title itself is like old school like the new japan u.s title that's one of my favorite titles yeah is that new yep. japan u.s title it is amazing yeah, and like a
1: beautiful belt
2: i didn't i grew on the universal title it definitely looks better than the fucking blue i'll tell you that i like
1: it better than the blue one too
2: definitely a lot of people's like fan-made ones weren't bad with like the red in it somewhere like i like it but um it's like don't don't do blue or or nothing like that and don't do that bright ass candy red like they got it on the straps, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, but like, fucking Logan, was, I better get my <laughs> refund. I'm telling you, bro, I bought tickets, bro.
1: I don't know if you're you know getting that refund, refund, people. Man.
2: You know, they They got to they,
1: they, they got to pay Dirty Dango,
2: a <laughs> degenerate piece of shit scumbag to burn <laughs> <learn> to himself. <laughs> Forget that shit. Who the and fuck
1: wrote those wrestler bios, man? I hope
2: there's I'm read those later. I hope those are still a thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh, I definitely mess with that, Logan. Logan says, I love how Big Gold had a black strap with a red leather design on the backside. That was nice.
2: That was, right. that was heat, bro. That was
1: real heat. But... Yeah. What were you saying though? Oh uh, surprises <laughs> surprises that uh, fans aren't talking about. Uh Leo no. Rush, Tyler mm-hmm. Breeze, AOP like you were saying, Dane, um Damo. Um Fucking... Oh, and Dame would go hard. Let him grow his hair back though, and then bring yeah. it back. His um
2: his ass doing that shit.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh sanity. Something along sanity those would lines. I guess I could see like Alex, or maybe like Alexander Wolf coming back to join Imperium, or you bring back Sanity, but bring back all of Sanity. All. Bring, bring back Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, snap Nikki, snap Nikki Ash back to Nikki Cross and Killian Dane, and do like the Super Sanity. 'Cause Bolton yeah. was hard, bro. He and had a dope look, bro.
2: And then with no time. I think his indie looks even cooler too. I uh, you know, I don't watch
1: fucking impact, but I think
2: I've seen like don't. photos of him. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Uh, like, I think I've seen photos of him and he looks even cooler. Like he got a cool ass look and yeah. let's say they sound like a Lance Archer. You put him in Sanity, that oh, would be hard yeah. as hell. Like, you could do some cool shit with that fucking group, man. I would love to see them back and bring back... I would really like to him. see
1: Lance Archer in WWE because Lance I think Archer is
2: better. great. I think he... Like, he loves New Japan, so it would definitely be different for him. But I think between an AEW and a WWE, I think I he'd think be he better in better WWE. WWE. I think he does, man. I really think he does. Because he needs, yeah. like, a Triple H entrance and presence and shit. He, Triple and H is bigger. the...
1: Yeah, Triple H is the the king at presentation. So, exactly, yeah. he'll, um, he'll,
2: he'll pull he'll pull across with him, and he will just be dope.
1: One hundred and ten percent. You know how much cool like silhouette shots you could get with his like big ass braid and shit, mm-hmm. like, bro. That that'll be, be sick. Be dope. That yeah. be I real dope. I I really like Lance. I really do. I think Lance oh, Archer's man. great, but it's just I I can't I can't fucking like him because he sucks. Like, he sucks on AEW, man. He like really shit, does. Bro. I
2: don't want to have to call him Lance Loser, but that's what he fucking is.
1: That is yeah. the yeah, that's him at this point. That's his identity. I want to be Lance
2: Good gimmick and fucking in somewhere else, bro. Lance the cool
1: entrance, something. <laughs>
2: something, bro. Give the man something. Um, God, I hate that AEW entrance where he would just beat people up every time. Bro, like, that, that
1: was so ass. That that's was of the so really...
2: like worst entrances I've ever seen.
1: Like who the fuck greenlit that? Like yeah, just go out beating people up. Like what are you fucking for? Like, come on, man. You're playing your figures? like the fuck. Honestly, the only people that find that cool is literally a four-year-old. Oh man, look he's beating the guy up.
2: up. He's already like the fuck out of here. Way to exhaust yourself for a fucking match. Good lord, you look like a fucking
1: idiot. Like I would really like if they had like a red light beaming down the tunnel. And then you just see him walk up, and you see his big braid, and you get, like, a side profile of him. Mm -hmm. And then he turns his head, and that's when you play the part of his song that, like, screams everybody dies. That that shit would go hard. And then the lights come up, and then you got, like, red lasers going everywhere. Come on, TK. Send me a fucking check, bruh. I just gave you some goddamn production tips for Lance Archer. And have him win something. Because he's really (laughs) good in the ring. I like Lance, I really do. I know it sounds like I hate his fucking guts sometimes, but I, like I, I hate Lance Loser. I love What's Lance answer? Archer. I can't fucking stand Lance Loser.
2: You, you're eventually gonna need someone legit to take that title off of Wardlow. Give it to fucking Archer, bro. Some, something. Give the man something.
1: Please. Good <laughs> I've Lord. Had enough. <laughs> had enough, Lance Loser. <laughs> I really have, bro. I genuinely have. But um. Yes, this is very cool. AOP would be great. Um, AOP and Bronson Reed could make for a pretty cool, like uh, really cool. faction. But yeah, honestly, yeah. just uh, ju- just put them back with Paul Ellering. I think that, that was like that. That was, that was, a really was... cool dynamic. That was that was beautiful. That was it really was. beautiful. Um,
2: well, maybe if you do want to give him like a wrestler to you know be with, Cross would be really cool. I think Cross would be cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cross
2: yes, is so wrong.
1: Guy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, Oh, bro, please oh, stop. Fuck, no. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a lot of cool surprises, man, and I'm really, I'm really liking it. What I really like is how Triple H is adding the, you have to watch factor back to the shows, bro. because like, back in 2016, SmackDown, and even even Raw, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Raw, mm-hmm. like you know, there was the you had to watch aspect because, there was some Raws where, Triple H. Was turning on Seth Rollins in favor mm-hmm. of Kevin Owens, and then there was the one where the SmackDown brand showed up on Monday, and that was really cool, you know. And then on 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 SmackDown, on SmackDown, you just had to watch because you didn't know what great shit was going down that night. So exactly. what the I man, really Triple like H. with Triple H is he's adding that kind of factor back to it. Is like you might as well just watch because you never know who's gonna show up, man
2: exactly man exactly I and mean, you like to see it bro you really love to see it
1: mm-hmm. i think leo rush is perfect i think leo i think leo rush is somebody who could really use the guidance of wwe to uh, help him mature you know? exactly
2: bro exactly
1: yeah i mean you definitely can't have him uh, telling his boss on twitter that he's uh, he's a prick and demanding him to do anything, yeah,
2: like bro, I, could know, choice, I mean
1: that—that, that, that like, you know, whether it was the right thing or wrong thing, that's not really for anybody to decide except for Leo. Because whatever he felt, you know, obviously he voiced it. But man, that was not a good decision.
2: Oh, now nah, you do it, bro. You do know, tweet at the guy.
1: Uh, I demand you to apologize. Like, what the fuck do you think was gonna happen?
2: And can tell is that like original
1: damn pink slip. I heard Archer coming back to AEW. What happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably somewhere off losing somewhere. Um, Tony Khan probably booked him to lose in...
2: Fucking he didn't win. want to call
1: Yeah, I don't know. He probably booked him to lose in uh, All Japan or something, even though it doesn't exist anymore. Um, Nia Jax. No. Um, moving on. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a ton of names he could bring back. Emma is one. Nice. Emelina. You know, she's with Madcap. And they need women on SmackDown. So, you know, possibilities are endless, but uh, it's great, man. It's really great. Um, Moving over to uh, one of uh, Triple H's uh, questionable decisions at the moment Vince McMahon. Yeah, I know. Hearing his name again. Ah, We all thought we were done. Vince McMahon could make for a shock return for a big farewell at WrestleMania. Listen, whether it's right or wrong, that's for you guys to decide, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: it's going to happen anyway. So we might as well get it over with. And besides... I don't really know if this is the best time to do it with an ongoing investigation against him. No. But he's not getting he any younger better. and you know they're going to want to do it eventually. So mm-hmm. The US Sun Yeah. The US Sun is reporting that talks within WWE have taken place regarding Vince's potentially being allowed to have a farewell Segment at next year's WrestleMania in Los Angeles. Vince may not be completely done with the WWE. There are discussions about how to pay tribute to his achievements and acknowledgments of his contributions remain and remains an active discussion among the creative team. Vince will not wrestle. I don't know why that needed to be put in there, but having an invitation to WrestleMania could be a possibility. I mean, it's gonna happen eventually, whether it's right or wrong. Uh, you know, if uh, at the end of the day, no matter how much of a, a shitty person he is, um, or he can be, there is a side, it. there is a side to Vince that uh, many around him say is uh, very human, and uh, a lot of us wouldn't have uh, fell in love with professional wrestling if it wasn't for Vince's contributions, and that's just a fact. You know, exactly. You know, whether. What he did was was right or wrong, and I think a lot of people are in the same boat on that one. But um, yeah, I mean, no matter what, I mean, no matter what, we all appreciate Vince to some degree. On mm-hmm. uh, on other degrees, not, but on some degree, you know, a lot of us wouldn't have fell in love with professional wrestling if it wasn't for his uh, contributions to the business, and yeah. for that, we all appreciate him. But it's going to happen anyway, and like Serkay said, this man does not give a fucking half. He was out partying uh, with paparazzi around for his birthday with fucking John Cena. He's so some random
2: bitch, too. That wasn't even his wife.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, he doesn't care, man. He doesn't care. He's got all the money in the world. Um like, so, yeah. of the day
2: up to media.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen eventually, man, but get ready for a Vince... Hall of Fame speech and uh, him coming out to the live crowd next year at exactly, Hollywood. Oh yeah, good lord. Um, thirty nine is a bit of a weird number to do it at, but I do understand that he is uh, he is uh, he's not getting any younger. Exactly. Um, I, I think little. yeah, I think <laughs> I think it'd be crazy. Uh, I, or I think I think it'd probably be cooler for him to do it at the forty year anniversary show. Um. Hey, what's up, Bill? How's it going? We ain't seen you in a minute.
2: The corpse. <laughs> well, I That's mean, fucking Yeah,
1: preferably not, one, but... man. But it's it's gonna happen eventually, so we might as well just get it over with. Um. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I can That's see that not wanting to be. Inducted, but yeah, I, I definitely see Logan's point too. I could see Stephanie definitely pushing for that. I could so see yeah, man. So now back back to some good Triple H decisions. <laughs> um, check it out, man. NXT. Yeah, see yeah. it on your screen. NXT says goodbye to two and introduces. <laughs> new logo wwe capped off their one-year celebration with solo sokoa winning the nxt north american championship from carmelo hayes the story there is that sokoa is bringing more gold to the bloodline but there was another big story uh there was another big story unfolding at the very end of the show after sokoa's win i wonder if they're gonna have sokoa Wait, no, never mind. That'd make more sense to merge it with the U.S. title. Never mind. Forget what I just said. It wouldn't make sense to merge the North American and I.C. I could see him taking both of them. Actually, no, not with Triple H's vision. No. With Vince? Fuck yeah, because he was going to bury Gunther anyway. But anyway, after did you actually hear he was planning on it?
2: Yeah, I think I did hear that.
1: So after Sokoa's win, they played a video package that was narrated by Shawn Michaels, that talked about NXT being about developing talent and looking towards the future. At the end of the video package, the multicolored NXT 2.0 logo was then replaced by an updated version of the black and gold logo. Mm-hmm. This this one was uh, this one was more white and gold, you know. It's metaphorical. Um, 100 percent, 100 um apparently to signify that the look of the show is going to change we should know more by tomorrow because that is when nxt's next week shows will be taped nice bro nice. so this was what happened at the end of the um uh on the left you see the image that uh That was obviously the NXT 2.0 logo. The gold outlined it, and once it made its way all around, that was what popped up, and this is a more clear image. Everybody was talking about uh, the um, black and gold and how the black and gold is back, and obviously that is uh, 100% more metaphorical as my camera is blurry as fuck. Um, Apologize.
2: I'll say, though, bro, how hard would it have been? If when they played, you know, that little logo thing and black and back in black by ACD playing that shit would nuts. I can't even care.
1: Oh, that would have oh, been so hard, bro. That would have been, been damn rant. Oh, he would have been. You know, they didn't even call them back when they asked them to use back in black.
2: Oh, he would have been pissed.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, bro. So... Triple
2: H worse. <laughs> he fucking hates that.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So it looks like the black and gold the essence is back. I will never mm-hmm. say black and gold itself is back. No. Because
2: I'll never get to that. Even
1: if the, even obviously when people say the black and gold is back, it is more metaphorical. They don't really mean black and gold cuz the reason I think they made it white and gold is because I think we're going to usher in a new era of mm-hmm. NXT and I think this I think if it goes off good, I think this could be known as the white and gold and I, I think, think it, it could be black and gold with a little bit of the future prospects of 2.0 mixed in there, and you kind of put that in a blender, and it gives you white it and gold. Black. You know exactly. what I mean? So, I think it will have the stars of tomorrow, you know, the future stars that resemble N- the NXT 2.0 aspect of it, and then I think it will start to resemble the more real, gritty, professional wrestling... Yeah aspect the super indie that black mm. and gold was but for the people saying that black and gold is back i think the essence is back but we will never you can never replicate what black no. and gold actually was
2: god uh, no but it, they'll, they'll they'll do a new version of it
1: 100 percent, 100 percent, man uh, they they definitely will they definitely will um they they definitely will and I'm excited, man. Apparently, Dragunov has come back on the Mm -hmm. new tapings, and they're setting up... Is it... uh, It's Braun, Dragunov, and Tyler Bate? or Either Tyler Bate or uh, Jordan Devlin or J.D. McDonough. Um, So, one of those two, but I, I know there's a triple threat with Dragunov, Breaker, and one of those two. Um... So it's gonna be interesting to see, man. It's gonna be very interesting to see. Uh, speaking of that, bro, tape, I need that black ring mat back. 100. I'm telling
2: you. Speaking of them tapings, bro, you hear about Tony? Tony D'Angelo, bro.
1: I already he got injured, man.
2: Yeah, I heard it was not something great, too. So that really sucks, man. That really sucks. Maybe oh, come God. back on the main roster. It could be heat.
1: Yeah, it could we'll be an opportunity.
2: Santos exactly be yeah. a real opportunity right there
1: man. Triple, triple h likes them
2: triple exactly likes
1: them. bell says it's jd yeah. oh lord oh damn i didn't even see your chat bell said yeah things been crazy i'm sorry to hear that i'm sorry to hear that yeah i feel you though i feel you uh, um yeah man so uh well crazy in a good way or crazy in a bad way but um yes. So this this is good for the brand. Obviously people hyping it up as getting black and gold back. I think we Yeah, I I I mean I know they mean it metaphorically, but for the people that actually do think that we're getting that back, no. You can never replicate that. You can never replicate that man and uh, I think like I said we'll get white and gold which I think is uh, going to be black and gold, put in a blender with 2.0, and I think we'll get kind of influence from both. Because Triple H said it himself, there is a lot. He did say there was a lot of aspects of 2.0 he didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. But he did say there was a lot of good that 2.0 does bring along. And... He even brought up specific names and one of the first names he mentioned was Tony D'Angelo. Oh yeah. He's, a, he's a fucking star, man. He's a fucking mm-hmm. star. I can't wait to get a Tony D'Angelo figure. Put him right on my fucking shelf. I sure he. Hell yeah. Um Yeah, bro. Tony's great and I would really like to see him get one more stablemate to uh, you know, it. even it out. Um, or odd it out, rather, and uh, make it a trio and make it more of a faction as, mm-hmm. you know, less of a tag team than it looks now. But, um, yes, I-, I would I would love that. I would love that. Um yeah, I would love to see him on the main roster, man. I can't wait to see Legato.
2: Exactly. Definitely, man, definitely.
1: Yeah, man. So... looks like it's being put in a blender with black and gold and that is a great thing man that is a very great thing um but yeah man so with that with that nxt takeover nxt takeover WWE reviving NXT Takeover for NXT Premium Live events. Brian Alvarez noted on yesterday's edition of Wrestling Observer that NXT uh, Wrestling Observer Live that NXT's next Premium Live event, Halloween Havoc, next month, is now listed as a Takeover event. This marks the first NXT Takeover event since Takeover 36. In really. What was the last one after that? In oh, August 2021. Oh, no. are they hallowed not hallowed. doing them for a while?
2: Yeah, I have no memory. I can or tell no, if...
1: I think it was the Stand and Delivers.
2: No, oh, it was. That's what they made it. Yeah, that's what they made it.
1: Yeah, so uh, the last TakeOver event since TakeOver 36 in August 2021. <sighs> after Vince McMahon's regime scrapped the name during the brand's transition to NXT 2.0. Uh, I s- kept seeing a lot of people say that these are still going to take place in uh, the Performance Center. Eh, that's not really a takeover. When I no. think takeover, I think of the shows we used to go to. Mm-hmm. I in think of 17,000 deep. In mm-hmm. that fucking arena, Back
2: in that arena, going nuts.
1: Yeah, so although the takeover name is returning, just like how we're getting gold in the NXT logo, uh, I, I think I, I think it will still resemble 2.0, and I, I and I do think it still will resemble some of what Triple H did with black and gold. I, I think it'll kind of just be the two in a blender, but. It will never truly be a takeover if it's in front of the performance center and that's that that's that's just facts, bro. Definitely,
2: bro, definitely.
1: Yeah, so yeah, man, NXT takeover, NXT takeover seem to be returning, but maybe not the takeovers that we are all used to. Definitely not. WWE might finally bring WrestleMania to the UK. This uh as of before, I Mm -hmm. definitely would say that it was uh less of a chance. But with Triple H, you know, in charge, Mm -hmm. I could definitely see this being a possibility. While nothing is official at this time, WWE commentator Corey Graves hinted at WWE after the bell that you that the UK may get what They've always clamored for a NXT or sorry a WrestleMania event and the opinion of Corey Graves and many other people who are backstage who are around the stadium in Cardiff you guys have you guys have been clamored uh, clamoring for WrestleMania and I'd say you make a pretty strong case for yourselves to get one in the near future that's great man i can totally see triple h doing it he brought a whole nxt brand to the uk because he loves the uk and uh that was he said it himself man that was always one of his favorite places to go perform mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's that's that's great man and they deserve it
2: exactly bro exactly Bell did say that truly the uk weather was pretty bad around that time of year and pretty unpredictable. So. You got to find a good arena to do it in, man. Yeah. But it would be dope nonetheless, bro. It really would.
1: Oh, yeah. She is from the UK. Bell, if you don't mind me asking, what time is it by you right now? Uh,
2: I'm yeah, I'm just curious.
1: I'm very curious. Yeah. That, uh, um, Well, unless you guys got any uh indoor stadiums, maybe?
2: I would think but... they would mostly have indoor stadiums.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, it rains a lot over there. Definitely definitely so yeah let me know i'm very interested very curious but um yeah man um yes they i mean the uk fans are great the uk fans are great and they definitely deserve a wrestlemania they don't get shit they never get shit and i think giving them a mania would be very good and uh yeah man i mean shit we could be done with the wrestlemania review by four o'clock that would be real they, nice. That if would if they, be real fucking nice. You know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But one thing I really liked one thing I really liked. This is this is such like a this is me just being a geek for going to wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. I really liked that Clash at the Castle how they put the merch stands on the floor. So if you needed to go get merch and you were standing in a long ass merch line, you didn't miss anything.
2: That's really smart. They got to start doing that like The only arena I know I didn't mind the merch lines were, what what was that? Wind Trust? Was that super open one? Was that the super open? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was like a a theater in a way where everything was open. From the merch stands, you could see the stage and the ring for the most part. But that's a really good Mm -hmm. idea, especially for those massive arenas. But um, definitely, man. Damn. Half past 11. Holy shit. Dude, those WWE shows really are like at like 3 in the morning. Holy fuck. NAW2. That's crazy. Oh, wow. God damn, I'm assuming, it's
1: fucking late. Yeah, 11, yeah, I'm assuming she means 11 p.m. Definitely. I
2: mean, so yeah. That's nuts. Oh, that's crazy. Holy shit.
1: That's crazy.
2: So it all starts at like fucking 2 in the morning. Oh.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, like 1 in the morning. Yeah, 1. Oh my god.
2: Dude, five, 1 to
1: 4? <laughs> what oh. part of the UK are you from?
2: Oh, fuck. 1 to 4 a.m. at
1: Hell no. We'd be going live with unscripted at 5 a.m. for her.
2: Dude, oh, fuck, fuck that. Up.
1: Oh, hell
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, right
1: ain't right, Yeah, what part of the UK are you from? I'm very interested. Um, but... Yeah man. I mean yeah, I mean uh yeah Wintrust trust is very open. It, it's not like the United Center or um the Now Arena or the Sears uh well it's now arena. Um but yeah to where it's kinda like balls and you could hear you can hear the ring and you, you can hear, hear the sh- music and stuff, but uh You can't yeah, see them. Mm-hmm.
2: Especially that fucking Now Arena. That fucking <laughs> Home Depot built ass <laughs> fucking arena. Actually,
1: when we went this year, for whatever reason, they they like dressed it up pretty nice. They
2: they, they made it a little
1: better, but that first time was that. Oh my god, man, bro! It last was like year, open space. It was,
2: oh wow, that's it's sick! Cool. I'm scared to one. That's dope.
1: Oh wow, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome.
2: dope. That's, that's
1: really nuts. Cool. <laughs>
2: Snows <laughs> for
1: 40. Oh, probably,
3: probably
1: will. oh yeah, forty. Oh yeah, they did already come up with forty. Well, the, you you guys might get uh, you guys might get forty one.
2: I can see forty one or forty two.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, you guys might be getting the UK mania, man, and uh, I'm totally down for it. I'm totally down for it. Uh, yeah, I think. I think uh, I think usually your guys shows start at like ten a.m. for us, mm-hmm. ten in the morning, and then they usually go to like one. You know, if it was a Vince McMahon show, it would probably go to like from fucking ten to five. That's like a whole work shift. I'm but, telling
2: uh, you. Ugh. Um,
1: <laughs> it
2: feels like one two.
1: Yeah, but uh, since they do the two nighters now, probably like three hours a piece, so like ten Very to one. Bad. So that's bad. really nice. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um yeah man so hopefully you guys get it and I'm really pulling for you guys man I'm really pulling for you guys So Definitely, man. uh NBC Man NBC Universal might make a play to buy Warner Bros Discovery The Hollywood Reporter ran a story that some might find quite interesting, Comcast might make a play to buy Warner Bros. Discovery and merge it with their already established NBC Universal brand.
3: Goddamn.
1: Given the company's daunting challenges, it has become accepted wisdom at the highest levels of the industry that Warner uh, industry that another deal awaits in the wings for Warner Bros. Discovery. For reasons related to the complicated structure of that merger, no negotiations can happen until April 2024. Oh. But at this oh. point, ma- many industry observers believe that Comcast' Brian Roberts will make a long-awaited move looking to combine NBC Universal and Warner Bros. Discovery. The deal would face some interesting antitrust issues, that would give the company that would give his company scale a viable screaming service. <laughs> Obviously, Peacock sucks," says one exec with knowledge of both companies. Damn,
2: bro, I fucking no! I mean, it fucking sucks. It's, it's it garbage sucks, to bro. use. It don't got they nothing. Don't, they it's don't got Nothing on there. Yeah, they don't. They don't got shit, man. They don't got shit. One's like, um, bro, how do you, how do you have a network where the WWE network ran better than that, and the network was hot shit? And it still ran better than Peacock. Mm-hmm. Come
1: on. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, obviously Peacock sucks, says one exec with both with knowledge of both companies. There are some good synergies. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure Roberts is licking his chops, because the Warner Bros. Discovery stock is so low, and I think Dang. that Zaslav's game. the <laughs> Z- oh, Z- Z- Zazlov's game. Z- I think that's Zazlov's endgame. Get that place sold.
3: Yeah. What does this Warner.
1: mean for WWE, who is on NBC Universal programming? And what does this mean for Warner Bros. Discovery, who AEW is on their end of programming? Mm-hmm. Man, we might be getting forbidden, forbidden door 2, guys. <laughs> yeah, we might be, bro.
2: Like Warner Bros., they're in the mud, bro. When it comes to like movies and all that shit, they're horrible right now. They ain't making nothing. They apparently they could only afford two movies this year. Like, they bad, bro. They really yeah, bad. Yeah, I seen they, they had to cancel.
1: Yeah, I seen they had to cancel a bunch of a bunch of the a bunch of the Warner Bros. stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. What I'm yeah, saying,
1: yeah. if the Batman 2 is ever, in that line of cancellation, somebody's getting it. run up on. hmm Somebody's getting up run now. up on. I don't know if it's going to be Zaslav or fucking Roberts. <laughs> I don't know who's getting run up on. Getting, but somebody, but you're, you're somebody's getting, getting got, bro. <laughs> somebody's getting, getting beat, got. I
2: don't care. I don't give
1: a fuck. <laughs> nah, if they cancel the Batman 2, somebody's That's getting right. fucked up. That's all I'm saying. They are, bro. But, are. um... Bell says I hope we get another show but they're they really got to relocate cuz it's either going to be the beginning of spring or it's still going to be winter. How would you feel about SummerSlam in the UK?
2: I think that would work. That would be nice.
1: It gives SummerSlam
2: a reason to watch.
1: Doesn't Wembley Stadium have a retractable roof? I think uh, so. Yeah. I think Probably. so, but I don't know if Triple H is going to want to go to Cardiff. I feel like if he goes to Mania He's gonna want to bring it to London, or he's uh, gonna want to bring it to, yeah, you know, one of the one of those one of those big UK cities, man. Um, uh, Blackpool or uh, mm-hmm. w- one of those places, man. I will say, man, you guys got some cool ass names. You guys got some cool ass names, bro. We got they fucking, you, we got fucking. Well. <laughs> That was not so bad, man. They got New Orleans, so they got a little charisma going on there. We got fucking Idaho, bro. What exactly,
3: the hell is bro. that? You, you guys got guys
1: fucking... Blackpool. You get what else? do You guys got Wales. Uh, cool hey, don't you guys me. got like the Black Country? Isn't that another you know one? Like what the like, fuck? Hard as hell. You guys got, got, some got cool, cool ass names. All we got up our sleeve is Chicago. Mm. <sighs> it.
2: Miami sounds
1: pretty cool. Like, yeah, my, Miami's pretty cool. Uh New Orleans, Vegas. New Orleans, you know, it's pretty cool. I like New Orleans, Las Vegas. Every you know, really cool. Like
2: Whoa. I like um Vegas like Nevada got a lot of cool cities like Oh, you I know you said
1: Minnesota.
2: No, no, god no. Who I said the fuck Arizona is from right?
1: Minnesota, man. Yeah, who the hell's from Arizona? Who the I mean, fuck is from soda? Minnesota? I thought, I thought that's what you said. No, I said yeah, Arizona. You know, they, got, they got
2: green tea, bro. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, Las Vegas is pretty dope. Uh, Los Angeles, obviously, it's a pretty cool one, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. Moral of the story: You guys have some cool ass names.
2: Definitely, bro. You guys definitely. Some yeah.
1: names, and I'm jealous. I really am. We got mm-hmm.
2: fucked in Idaho. And on, the man, the the fucking potato. The fuck, Michigan. Who the fuck is from Michigan?
3: <laughs> well <What> the fuck is <laughs> that, that gets dude? us out <laughs> Yeah, bro. Well, uh, 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 we
2: know he's just fucking with you. Hey. I'll just play with you. Minnesota man. greater than Michigan, bro. We know it.
1: Definitely, bro. Well... Detroit gives me some cool vibes, man. I like looking at, like, a oh. rundown as Detroit
2: shit. I, I was going to say, it's really rundown. Like, motherfuckers can't even have shit in Detroit. People be stealing their fucking front steps and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll that damn post. <laughs> oh, Where's the picture bro. of an empty staircase? Just somebody stole my porch. Can't <laughs> have shit Detroit. And it's just an empty silhouette of a fucking porch.
1: SummerSlam would be cool. That's that. Honestly, like what you're describing, literally sounds like Chicago. Oh, it and really Bell does. says, "Not really. The roof is always open, and SummerSlam would would be cool. They just gotta hope. They just gotta pray it's not gonna be infernal hot like the past two years. Honestly, that's that's what it is with us. You can't put a Mania here because it's cold as shit." In Chicago It's cold listen. And for SummerSlam You can do it But you better hope You don't get one of those Chicago Hot days everybody's eating shit Ugh. And, and uh, everybody's out there and Sweating you're their the balls off Ugh.
2: Exactly if you're, and if you're not near the lake You're really fucking hot it, yeah. It's fucked bro
1: Yeah bro and, and then And then if you do And then if you do Uh and then if you were ever to do um, summers or uh, you know uh, WrestleMania here, you know, then you really better hope you're not, you're not by the lake because then it's be really like gonna freezing. be cold. Exactly. You know. So you're, you're fucked either way, bro. are Either way, if they wanted to do a big stadium, which pretty much the oh, only course. one we got is Soldier Field, and then there's I think Toyota Field too, but that's like that's not in Chicago. That's not even in Chicago. Okay. But if you wanted to get the the if you wanted to get the Chicago vibe, you know you got to go to Soldier Field, bro. And you can not put it there in the summer. Uh, well, I well, I mean you can, you can put it there in the summer. You just better hope it's not hot. And then if you put it there in the winter, or if you put it there for mania, you better hope it's not cold out. But either way, it's probably gonna be cold because you're on
2: the colder. lake. exactly. You're gonna be on the lake where you're gonna be chilling your ass off.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the way the, the way the way you're describing it literally sounds just like Chicago. It's either going to be really cold or they better hope and pray it's it's not really hot for SummerSlam. Exactly. So it says they could do US Bank in Minnesota, it is an enclosed stadium that would work both for SummerSlam and Mania. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have brought it there with their old stadium cuz wasn't their old stadium open? So, obviously, with Minnesota, you risk that, too, because, you know,
3: it's you guys are either
1: oh, really, co- really cold, like, you telling like negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stuff you were telling us, Logan, oh, my God. Oh, fuck, bro, can negative 120, game. like, <laughs>
2: Like, dude, <laughs> sounds... what the, to my negative 30, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, bro. And then, um, I'm it's assuming it gets really hot in the summer I'm, for you guys, I'm too, assuming. but... But now you guys got that new stadium, bro. So you guys are fair game, one hundred.
2: chilling, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wish they'd build this new this new stadium for the Bears, so people could come here too. And exactly. Enclosed, you know, so people won't have to be sweating or uh, uh, have hypothermia. But um, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Isn't Minnesota the one? that had the uh where the roof that. caved in God in, the, damn. in the snow i think that was minnesota and yeah and then there was that video of the guy uh driving the golf cart around you know trying to set up for the next day's game and then he just started darting it out of there just, uh... down.
2: <laughs> oh fuck negative 60 bro bro fuck that <laughs> And then it goes to 102 in August, bruh. Hell nah, hell the fuck nah. Yeah, that's insane,
1: bro. But anyway, yeah, man, I don't know what this merger means. I mean, we're a quit, uh, we're quite uh, ways away. So you know, to to say anything, to say anything distinctively um, about what this means for the companies would be a little foolish because we don't know. We really don't have know no mindsets cool of either. It's yet, far away. It should take a while, but, um, yeah, it should uh, it should be very interesting, man. It should be very, Definitely. very interesting. Um, Definitely, man. It should be very interesting. AEW lifts suspensions for everyone who tried to break up all-out media scrum brawl. Good.
2: I think they really just suspended them just because, you know, you kind of got to suspend everybody in that situation until you know yeah because
1: it it, yeah, then it's gonna be a point of yeah because if there's a legal investigation exactly i if heard um i heard mjf was one of the guys who
0: when they it. didn't
1: they didn't who witnessed it but they didn't suspend the people mjf was really was they were or really pulling because... they were really pulling punk away and mjf was like mjf was sitting there what about my title shot, man?
2: You don't know shit, man! <laughs>
1: Fuck you, man! You stole throw my thunder.
2: Sh- throw shit, staring at the fucking situation, just.
1: So yeah, I heard that they didn't suspend the people that witnessed it because you can't suspend the people that were um, you can't suspend the people that were uh not physically involved. You exactly. Know, uh, so MJF was really just cooling it, but all or these involved. other daniels and cutler and all these other people were um you know they weren't that they were physically involved so tony khan kind of had no choice because then it's going to be a matter of well how did i get suspended but he got suspended and he you know pushed me off of him or whatever so kind of gotta kind of gotta suspend everybody in that situation bro so it sucks but um It sucks, but Brian Alvarez revealed on the latest Wrestling Observer Live, first detailing that everyone who was a part of the scrummish, both directly and indirectly, got suspended without any further directives. Everybody involved, including those breaking up the fight ended up being suspended by AEW. Essentially, they were sent home and no one heard anything. No No contact between AEW and anybody that was sent home. They were all just sitting there, no idea what's going on, just sitting. Alvarez further noted that while he doesn't know everyone who is no longer suspended, however, those who tried to break up the fight, including Cutler... Are now free to come back. He said that Mm -hmm. the investigation is successful. The investigation is successful in clearing them off the radar. As of today, I don't know who everybody is off suspension, but I believe that everybody who was involved in breaking up the fight is now off suspension. I know Pat Buck is off suspension, Brandon Cutler is off, and I think some other people who were called today at. Uh, they're off suspension so right now to the best of my knowledge there may be phone calls being made right now for all I know I believe that if you were involved in breaking it up you're off suspension but if you were actually involved in the fight you're still on suspension the good news is the investigation has continued to the point where they are now taking people off suspension but everybody else is who is suspended is still in the dark. Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. the Young Bucks, and Ace Steel are still under suspension. We'll have to see if Ace Steel and CM Punk ever return. Either way, Punk's looking at next June or July for his no matter timetable. What. So exactly. um I I honestly think and I think this is the best option. Oh Punk, you let you let it be to punk on what he wants to do and i say that not in a way of tony khan siding with cm punk because he already made it look like he sided with him anyway just Mm -hmm. by sitting there and not saying anything but regardless regardless punk you tell punk you can come back but You gotta reconcile with these guys, because I'm Mm -hmm. not dealing with this bullshit ever again, and you're never fucking putting me through that again. Because you could either look at the media scrum in either way, it's kind of up to you, no really right or wrong answer, but you can either look at it as Tony Khan stayed quiet because he more so agreed with what Punk was saying, or... He stayed quiet because he just was in complete shock. So whichever one it is, we don't know. So we can say whatever we want. But, man, I would tell Punk, you could come back, but you have to reconcile with these guys, and you got to be cool because I can't have none of this bullshit anymore. Or you can not reconcile, and you can walk away Mm -hmm. because we can't have this. And at that point, it's going to be up to CM Punk. Do I want to do the adult thing and reconcile with these guys? or? And I hate seeing all these reports. The young bucks are selfish and egotistical and the the young bucks only go to bat for themselves backstage. Motherfucker. The whole point of CM Punk being mad at them was them sticking up for Colt Cabana, them sticking up for CM Punk. (laughs) Let's not forget... How they put FTR over at Forbidden Door by having them win the IWGP Tag Titles? Give me a break, people. The Young Bucks exactly. are, are not as bad as everybody says they are, and no. the whole point they were in this fight is because uh, is because of punches, verbal punches that were thrown their way to begin with. Exactly. And apparently, story came out today. That it's, uh, you know, the investigation is evolving, and it is, became pretty clear and knowledgeable to all sides. Punk threw the first punch that was reportedly noted as a sucker punch at Matt Jackson. What a dick. So, without, you know, Matt Jackson's knowledge, pretty much, Punk just fucking Mm -hmm. sucker punched his ass. Uh, Come on, now. What do you think is gonna happen? Steel is definitely gone. I... I know Ace I know a lot of people think that because Ace is obviously the most expendable party in all this. I think Tony is gonna maybe give him another chance because
2: he's gonna do what he like what you're saying
1: he should do to Punk.
2: And say either reconcile or leave.
1: Pretty much, pretty much. Because I think I think he's gonna kinda treat them all the same in the terms of like you're just on suspension, because mm-hmm. it would be completely stupid to suspend him and then fire him. Like just fucking fire me, you know. Exactly. Because if I'm suspended without pay, it's like I'm fired anyway. And then if you're just gonna fire me, then just fucking fire me. Exactly. You know. So it, I mean, it makes it, that part makes no sense. I do think he will let Steele come back. I think just, so. Just because uh, he he he'll kind of be letting everybody come back, but with Punk, I uh, but then with that, I do think if Punk leaves, Steel will.
2: Oh, Steel definitely dip too.
1: Oh yeah. So and that's
2: just how it is, man.
1: I think you got to leave it up to Punk, and I think you got to leave it up to kind of where his ego and his personality stands. Not that the Kenny, not that Kenny and the Bucks don't have any ego, because there are a lot of egos involved here. That's oh yeah, that's you know. But, I don't. I don't think the Bucks have a big of ego as everybody says they do. But there is ego involved here, definitely.
2: Definitely, man. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, man. So that is the newest progression in the story. It looks like all these guys are. Um. It looks like all these guys are off suspension, man. So should be interesting to see if we get BTE back now that we have somebody to record it. But I probably, probably still not. don't think so. And no. with that, we got this story about Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega told the AEW locker room he wouldn't have hired 80% of them.
2: Oh, they're so pissed.
1: Oh, man. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, it was confirmed that Omega did say that. And that no. there was a mixed reception to it. And honestly, bro, I, I, I get it. The mixed perception. So, yeah. Also surfacing was a story that the company meeting several weeks ago was told, uh, several weeks back, that the part of the speech by Kenny Omega that was described as a pep talk and a tough love, we reported on that, when they had their first backstage meeting when all that shit with. CM Punk throwing the verbal shots at Hangman, and then Britt Baker using promo mm-hmm. material that wasn't approved, and then her ah, Thunder Rosa crying in the back. You guys remember all that? Mm-hmm. So the part of the speech by Kenny Omega that was described as a pep talk and tough love were, uh, but that some were irked by a line that he that he said that eight out of ten people or eighty percent of them. He would not have hired. He absolutely said the line. One version is very clear that he said it very being very comedic that he was looking at Will Osprey <laughs> when don't. he said it. Fucking Dude, I, I absolutely love I absolutely I absolutely just love and adore this uh this this, this Will Ospreay that. and Kenny Omega beef. Um I don't know, maybe Eh, I get why Osprey was there, but at the end of the day, he's not a contracted talent, so I don't know yeah. why he would be there. Of
2: he's hanging out.
1: Um, uh, yes, he...
2: Well, they could have brought him into that meeting for him to talk about how the, um, New Japan locker room is.
1: That's very true. Or, I mean, there is the, uh, the beef. Yeah, the beef exactly. There, so maybe they, they wanted, wanted him there. And, uh, yes. So... He was many said that Omega was being comedic and that he looked at Osprey when he said it. Then said that he was just messing with Osprey. I think these two are cool. I, I think, think these so. two are cool. I think they're um, just them. And then he said he was just messing with Osprey because if Osprey hated him, if Osprey genuinely hated him and he said that while looking oh, at I him, Osprey
0: some shit.
1: Yeah. So he, uh, then he said that he was just messing with Osprey. Many laughed about it. Others took it as serious. Uh, there were those that were upset. Several told us that it was something totally misinterpreted and taken out of context, but others didn't like it. He also said that the overall energy of the locker room at the start of the company was positive, and uh, perhaps in trying to create that time and place with the current roster. AEW also changed plans for Kenny Omega after his suspension. Kenny Omega has also reunited with Cody Ibushi. What the fuck? Back in Japan. We will have to to wait and see what the future holds for Omega. Yeah, I did hear that he was out in their uh, promoting game.
2: Yeah, like scans and shit.
1: mm -hmm. First things first, I do get the side. I do get the side of it where... some very serious things are being talked about.
2: Yeah, and then he just makes that joke. It's and
1: like... listen, to somebody like Thunder Rosa or to somebody like Hangman Page, this shit is a lot more serious than an EVP thinking it's time to make a fucking joke.
0: It's yeah. a talent
1: meeting. It's not time it to make a fucking joke. You're an EVP, but... It's fucking funny it's funny it's It's fucking funny he looks at fucking will osprey and says i wouldn't hire many of you but i I think it would have been a little more funny if he would have said i would have never brought this guy in
2: yeah i would have made it a direct one at osprey not like a talent one because you know
1: the fact that you're at a talent meeting saying i wouldn't hire 80 percent of you sure that even if the joke was intended for osprey a lot of people are going to be like yo what are you saying and kenny omega has made hilarious jokes and kenny omega has no filter using the wwe line on no. bte i'll never forget last year during all out when him and nick and matt were just like just staring just doing the death glare in the camera as kenny omega's sitting there saying Seventy-five percent of this motherfucking roster is from fucking WWE. None of them exactly. do shit. <laughs> like you'd
2: like, some shit like that, and like an like, talent meeting is like, kind of uh, the
1: right place. If you guys are hanging out backstage and you you're just fucking around, oh, all you motherfuckers are from WWE. But you got to understand too: a, you're an EVP, and a lot of these guys take offense to that because. Mm-hmm. They are maybe seen, or maybe they feel like outsiders. And you yeah, shouldn't exactly. make them feel that way. Shouldn't Did you make, make John feeling, Moxley feel like an outsider? Did you make Chris Jericho feel like an outsider? No, you didn't. Yeah. Did you make Pac feel like an outsider? No. So don't make these guys, because they're here to work, man. They're here to work, and they're here to do great things. And a lot of them are doing great things. Some of them are being tremendously underbooked, but that's besides the point. But look, man, I do get... I do get that, you know... Maybe P saying that at a talent
2: meeting ain't appropriate.
1: But it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) But, yeah, from a fan's perspective, it's fucking funny. But I could see where the talent says, now why did that have to be said? Is there some truth to that? You know, I could could see what they're thinking. Like, you know, does this guy really think this? You know, blah, blah, blah. Because you never know. You never know. A lot of jokes, uh, a lot of times when people joke, they come from truth, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I understand both sides of it. And it's funny, but a talent meeting, when serious shit, and when there are people there that are seeing this stuff as serious and want serious matters taking up, taken up, and you have an EVP making jokes, that I could get it. But, um, I mean... If he said he was making fun of Osprey, that's one thing. But like I said, when people joke, man, you never know. You, you never know. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's my stance on it, man. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I do think, you know, if it was something taken out of context, you know, at the end of the day, from a fan's perspective, it's fucking hilarious. But I, I definitely could see why they're like... Now, why did that have to be said? You know, exactly. You know, I mean, if you're making fun of Will Ospreay, you know, just do it around, do it, don't it, do do it at a talent meeting. Just walk past him and be like, oh, you know, why the fuck we bring your ass in or something, something yeah. stupid, man, you know? Yeah. Um, but judging off that and judging off the fact that he looked at Osprey and told him he was just messing with him. Kenny, these guys are cool, and I absolutely love it. Oh, um, every chance they get, they just they go for each other's throats, man. It's it's it's, it's one of my fa- it was one of my favorite parts about Dynamite and uh, that week, and it wasn't even on Dynamite; it was on the 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 exclusive afterwards. Exactly. <sighs> Jeff Hardy. Jeff. Matt Hardy says we're getting close to meeting the new Jeff Hardy and is excited to have him back. This is very good news. It is very good news to hear, obviously, that AEW wouldn't allow him back unless he underwent uh, some treatment and succeeded in his treatment. And it's very good to hear that we're close to having him back because that probably means he's coming along great, and that Mm -hmm. is great for Jeff. Um that, yeah, that that's fantastic for Jeff. You love, love, love to, to see it. And it's it's fantastic at the end of the day, man. It really is. It really is. That's funny, man. But, very good conversation with Wardlow on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast. Wardlow once, I got a lot of fucking podcasts to watch, man. This is ridiculous. Um, Wardlow once again expressed his desire to team with the Hardy Boys in trios action. Giving, Wardlow's got a pretty, uh, Wardlow's got a pretty dope Swanton too. So uh, that would be pretty cool. Um, his desire to team with the Hardy Boys in trios action. Giving Matt Hardy the open uh, to talk about his brother's future. Teaming with Wardlow sounds great. I'm pretty excited to get close. I'm pretty excited. We're getting close to to the point where we meet the new Jeff and we figure out his future and what and and what he ends up doing. Said Matt, I'm pretty excited because I feel like his mentality is like he knows he has to make some changes and do what's right. I feel he's at the point where he will take where he will uh, where this time around. Um, wait, I feel excited at this point where he will where he will take it as exciting this time around i'm excited i'm excited to see uh and have him back i think this would be amazing it'd be so much fun yeah man so it kind of looks like jeff may be on his way back man and more important than uh obviously seeing jeff hardy wrestling again is that probably means he's coming along good in his uh sobriety man so very uh, very happy for jeff
2: Definitely, man. I hope it's going good, man. I hope it's going good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, but that's, that's pretty much all we know up until this point, man. And uh, I don't really know when we can see him. Maybe Grand Slam or maybe we're not that close yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Who but, knows? Um, exactly. Yeah, but but like Bell says, man, she says, I'm scared they're bringing him too soon, though, not going to lie. Yeah, that that's absolutely a possibility. You do not want to rush it. Do not rush it. Let him sit on it. Let him pass Let him pass his sobriety stuff. And then still give it a couple months. Just to see what he... Uh... And on top of that, just give him a couple more months to let his body heal. He was clearly exactly. not ready to go. You know? Exactly. He was exactly. clearly not ready to go when he came into AEW. And that was even after sitting on a 90-day no-compete. So... He was in really for 90 weak. days, and yeah, you need to just let him sit, man, and just let his body heal, bro. Just please let his body heal. Definitely. Yeah, man, and for our final story, the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks send out feelers to friends in WWE. The wrestling, the wrestling observers ryan frederick posted a follow-up in response to a member of the f4w form in regards to the young Bucks sending out feelers to friends in wwe it is believed that matt and nick's aew deals are um expire at the beginning not at the end of 2024 for those of you wondering who Ryan Frederick is, he writes in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and covers MMA for the site. He said in the following, he said in the following post, he said this in the he said the following in his follow-up post. In this instance though, what I said is 100% true and I have heard it from multiple people. It's not a big deal and not really newsworthy. It's not like they actually Bruh. we're bringing it up on our news on our news episode <laughs> it's not really it's not like they actually reached yeah. out to WWE management. they told a friend in the company, a fellow wrestler that they would be willing to listen to offers when their deals are up I believe January 2024 to let it be known it is it is something very single it is something every single wrestler in the business should be doing it is called maximizing your leverage it is no different than an nfl or an mlb player coming into the final year of their contract and letting it be known that they are going into free agency and listening to offers from other teams and in the sense of an independent contractor it's no it's no different than a nascar or formula 1 driver letting other teams know that they're letting other teams know that their contract runs out at a certain time and that they'll be listening to offers they'll be listening to offers except wrestling is a weird business where you have to use your friends on the other side to let the message be known it does not mean that they want to leave it it means that they're looking to get the best deal they can that is that's it it's a non-story up until this point And if you're a wrestler uh, with a deal coming up in the next 18 months, and you aren't playing both sides, you need to fix that. Frederick also stated that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was now or at any point in the future before their contracts run out. They were they were going to reach out. It is inevitable. Why it is a complete non-story to be honest. And the feeler I was talking about happened happened. Before the incidents uh, this past weekend with the all-out media scrum and then them being suspended for the record that was a few weeks ago, it's just plain common sense. I've seen everybody trying to write off the Young Bucks. Oh, they're going to WWE. They sent feelers. They sent feelers. You guys do know that they sent feelers when they left New Japan, and all of those guys were offered six-figure deals from Triple H, and Hangman, Kenny... A box. I don't think Cody I don't think Cody no. was willing to listen though at the time. No,
2: he probably wasn't, which is so ironic now.
1: Yeah. All of those guys sent out feelers. All of those guys actually went a step past a feeler and sat down and were offered legitimate deals from mm-hmm. WWE and they still went to AEW, man. So the reason this was worth mentioning was because does this grow larger? After the all-out media scrum. I think it's all going to matter on what happens with TK and CM Punk. Because if it becomes more obvious that Punk or that TK is kind of siding with Punk, which at the end of the day, TK doesn't need to side with anybody. He both needs to put the egos in check and say, look, I don't give a fuck what you guys got going on. You guys are both of my top draws. And you guys need to get your shit together, and you guys need to reconcile, because this needs to be fun for everybody, and you need to keep everybody happy. Exactly. You You need to do that while still being a boss. Mm -hmm. Be a boss. Put their egos in check. Everybody. So, yeah, man. There is nothing wrong with this. Um they're sending yeah. a, Randy Orton. Randy Orton did it and yeah, people did make a huge deal. Everybody thought Randy Orton's going to AEW. Oh. No man, he's just <laughs> using it for leverage. He's just Everybody using it for does leverage.
2: That's how the but business the,
1: works. Exactly, man. And with the bucks? Look, man. Could they go? Is it more of a possibility now that things are changing in WWE? I don't know, man. I don't know, but I don't know. Um, time will just have to tell. We got to wait till these guys get back from suspension. I wonder how long their suspensions are.
2: I think it's just until they figure. It. I don't think there's really much of a date on it. I think it's just till this shit's figured out.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Yeah. That's kind of what I was, th- I, so was I think thinking... we would have got a date. Yeah. So, I don't think TK would want it to be too soon. No. You know, I don't think you would want it to be too soon, but I do think if they're finding shit out with the people that weren't involved, it'll probably take a little longer to find out with the people that were. And I think once that happens, I think we should see them back probably a couple weeks after all that gets resolved. But um, I would say that. But either way, it's it's gonna it's gonna look it's gonna look a little weird on Dynamite with uh, Kenny and the Bucks being there and CM Punk is not. So that's kind of a weird factor you have with punk's injury is he's still mm-hmm. not going to be there so and it's like itself, man. So, man definitely
2: man definitely but who knows bro but it's business tech that everybody should use and possibly there's nothing to it but depending on how the situation go there could be
1: and that's what makes it interesting man for sure but as of now it's literally just the Bucks doing the same thing they did in twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, exactly. whatever. You know, they they talked about it, things were discussed, and ultimately they chose AEW. But um, yeah.
2: Just I mean, a matter of how it goes.
1: Yeah, man. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just business practice, bro. So for everybody writing the Bucks off already, slow your roll. Oh, day role, man. It's uh, Everybody not yet. Does it. Not yet, exactly. man. Everybody does it. So we'll have to see how this develops, and this could be very interesting because if Kenny in the Bucks and MJF's contracts are all up at the same time, you do not want to no. be in a situation where you lose all four of them, Oh, bro. You know that Can't is open, not bro. good. Yeah, exactly. I mean. That that could be the that could be one of the nails in the coffin. And you know Triple H is you know Triple H is uh he's really ready to nail coffin. He's oh hundred percent. He is absolutely ready. Um he's absolutely ready to put the final nail in the coffin. He hates AEW for putting black and gold to rest, man. He, so, he
2: he's petty with that shit, man.
1: And he is they like
2: me ups. That shit.
1: Honestly, bro, so I fucking, I love Jericho. But, um... Who gives a shit about NXT? The fucking show sucks anyway.
2: Damn. Jericho's great. But, um... Uh,
1: yeah, man. um, Yeah, you know Triple H is... You know Triple H is, is coming for their next, bro. And he's gonna do... And, Whatever you know, the interest... The interest isn't even... I mean, sure, having the Bucks and Kenny is gonna be great. But the real interest there is putting AEW to rest.
3: Yeah, that's that what is was doing. where
1: that is Triple H's interest, man. His interest. Sure, having Kenny in the box is gonna be great, and having MJF is gonna be great. But he knows if he were to strip those guys from AEW, that is that's putting it. a nail in the coffin, man.
2: Back mm-hmm. it up, bro. You know,
1: I mean, the show's doing great without him. So I wouldn't completely write them off yet man but I mean I mean with that bro if you, you if you if you lose the likes of a CM Punk and and end up losing a guy like Punk and then you lose more people and you know maybe you, who's to say you don't lose a Thunder Rosa or any of these people that are disgruntled and
3: mm-hmm. could
1: be the beginning of the end. It exactly. could very well be the beginning of the end. I wouldn't completely write them off there. But I could say that could potentially be the beginning of the end of AEW. So, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. That's that's the news for the week, man. That's the news. Definitely,
2: man. Hell oh, yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah, man. So, with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. Another great news episode. Thank you guys for... Thank you guys for coming out and hanging out, man. We had JT, we had Durante, we had Logan, we had Bell. Thank you guys. We appreciate all you guys from the bottom of our heart, man. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us. Bell says JD said Triple H is the dragon from Lord of the Rings and TK is trying to wake up the sleeping dragon and he does not want to do that. Yeah, man. I mean, up until this point, man, TK has got some firepower. But if he eventually starts to lose it. that firepower man and you got nothing to fight that dragon off with, like I, I so said, it, it could, it, it could be the beginning of the end. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious podcast. Like I said, thank all you guys. I uh, thank all you guys uh, in the live chat and those who are watching on the replay man for um, just hanging out with us and uh, talking some wrestling with us uh, and Yes, I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. I really do. And thank you guys very much. That is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. This has been episode 127 of the news. And it has been always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted.
3: Peace.